Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. This is episode 360 on the Get Merry podcast and it is, I would say, officially, I know we had a few in 2023, but this is officially the first episode of 2023 and it is the 13th of February we're recording this. I think that that's normal. You know, I feel like January is a little bit like you got to like get yourself into things and then like February is the start of the year. Yeah, the actual start. <laughs> I mean, it's the official podcast that we are recording. Like we recorded all those other ones in like November 2022. Feels like forever ago. So much has happened since then and really this is what this podcast is going to be. It's going to kind of just be an update on what we've been up to. And if you can hear that, yes, I've got the washing machine on. It's so loud. I don't think you guys can hear it, but like, you know how we roll. Our podcast isn't exactly uh, perfect. No. But you know, we're not about perfect at all are definitely not I would say we're the opposite um that so much has happened since we were recording those last episodes in November because we are no longer in the old podcast studio we are actually in your new home that you bought congrats thank you (laughs) and I mean eventually I will set up an office However, right now it's like it's like the room where all the crap goes. You know when you move or like just in general you have a space and it's like you just hide everything away there. Damn it. My office has turned into that room and the it's crap just room. it's just all the crap. It's got boxes, it's got stuff everywhere, papers, and I I keep walking in and then I shut the door quickly behind me because I'm like this is far too overwhelming. I mean, like it was a big thing moving. <laughs> like honestly, moving house is so stressful. Like I want to be grateful. Like first world problem, absolutely. I was able to buy a house. That's amazing. It is. Uh, but moving is very stressful. And especially when you're buying a house that like, you know, I mean, it was so much more dirtier and messier than expected. Like we had to clean so much and replace the carpet, replace the, the oven straight away because ew. <laughs> It was gross. Yeah, I always I feel like that's a good lesson. Like you know, if we plan on buying any future yeah. houses that aren't new, or even if they are new, actually, uh, mm-hmm. there's always going to be those unexpected things. Yeah. But it was so like, I mean, it was so nice for you to be able to um, afford those, like like the new carpet and the oh, new yeah. oven. Like, well done you. Like that's a huge deal, and yeah. you should be like so proud. Yeah, I am, and I'm excited to not be in rentals anymore. I mean, like we did own our house in Canberra, but obviously we were, I was renting up here. And I tell you what, 
like the news is right and like everyone is right who's renting. If you're not a renter, some insight into renting, it sucks in Australia because you just are always at this risk of getting kicked out because maybe they want to sell the place or I don't know, they decide they want new tenants. Like we were really good tenants. Well, you got kicked out twice. Yeah, because they were moving. I mean, sorry, they were selling. They were selling their place and they didn't want to do an investment property anymore. Uh, So that was really frustrating. Anyway, this podcast is not about real estate because everyone talks about real estate in Australia, don't they? We don't want to talk about real estate. No, we not don't. Today anyway. But that is, I guess, like a really cool update for you, sis. And it's nice. It's funny. I mean, even when you had your rental with your two bedroom and even when we had our three-bedroom house in Chisholm, Canberra, and when we even moved to our first rental here in Federation and when we were in our rental at 106 with Amber and Jade and we were in our rental. Okay, you get the picture. We never sat in a room and worked. We always sat in a shared space and worked. It was always the kitchen bench. It was always the dining table. It was always the floor of the lounge room. We don't like rooms. It's so true. (laughs) Even when we have the room, we never use it. So I shouldn't really worry. I should just turn that into a guest bedroom and then everyone's welcome to stay. But honestly, I should just do that. Like think back to the three bedroom house in Chisholm. We had an office set up and then we ended up in the dining room. No, then we made it the lounge room. We and, we took over the whole yeah, lounge room. It was the, the whole house. It was to great. Be it was perfect. Uh, it was so fun. <laughs> but I think that's, that's like, so true. It's true. Like this is how we work best. We work best in collaborative spaces like where there's like lots of, I don't know, maybe it's like we don't like to be – maybe if we have like a giant office, maybe then, but we like a bigger no, space. No, true. I just think because like say when Damiano is home and he's working, I would prefer true. if we're here to be able to work in an office because that's better I think when true. like – like it's fine if it's just us. Like I feel great, but yeah. I think when like there's other people working, that's when I want my own office. Mm, I can't wait to have my own room. Yeah, you have your own room in like – a few years a couple years but like living in a one-bedroom apartment I mean I love our apartment I'm always like whenever I like notice myself getting like I want more space like I wish I had a dining table I wish I had a desk guys I just wish (laughs) I had a dining table to eat my dinner at um I always like take a look around I'm like color this is perfect this is amazing right now and you will have your two-bedroom apartment soon and then you can have your office yeah I think uh Got to get grateful. We got to get grateful, and we also need to know that. Like, I've I've just choked on my water, guys. I need to cough. <laughs> okay, we're back. Can you please not drink and Sorry. podcast? My bad. I was thirsty. It's very hot today. Uh, okay, so I think sometimes we look at other people's lives and we think that we need that to be happy. And it's very easy to do that, especially when you, Carl, you live on Mermaid Beach, and I mean you're surrounded by McMansions where like people have about. 10 bedrooms and six The Mermaid Beach bubble is real. Yes. And I'm so glad to have left, to be honest. It was too – anyway, don't need to diss anything. Uh, But I think it's really important to be grateful for what we have and to know that there is no normal. Like everyone has different situations. So never worry about that. And never compare. Yeah, never compare. And obviously like space – I mean, we're so lucky here in Australia. I tell you what, after traveling in Italy and, you know, a country that is – far more populated and smaller you realize do you know why Australia is amazing because we have more space Mm. and it's kind of silly when you look at places like Mermaid Beach and other places 
where like, you know, houses are built on top of each other. But we're so lucky to have space. It's confusing why. I guess because everyone just wants to live in this suburb. Um, and then, but their mansions built on top of each other. Yeah, because like it's like the size as well. Because like, if yeah. it was a smaller dwelling on the same size of land, they yeah, wouldn't be true. so close. Yes, very true. But yay for your new house soon, <laughs> and yay for your house now. It's like it's so far away, but yay. Uh, what is that word where it's like delayed delayed gratification? gratification. It's true. It's a real thing. So you, we record all those podcasts. You moved into your house, you were here for four weeks, and then, bam, you're on a plane and off to Italy for seven weeks. My gosh, what a whirlwind. Honestly, the end of last year was just crazy. I really felt like that whole moving, like I needed to get away, like I needed a break, not from life, just from that move. Like I felt like I needed something to celebrate that and not in the house. How funny, how ironic. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really perfect timing, actually, even though it was a bit stressful. But Italy was amazing. I mean, like, I know the last podcast we did, we kind of talked about dining and we kind of were like, I wonder how I'll go. Like, mm. you know, in Italy for seven weeks, in winter, over Christmas, uh, like, will the food anxiety come up? Will the diet anxiety? Will the, the oh, my gosh, I'm going to get fat. Will, like, I'll put on weight. You know, the old me- the old way of thinking, will that creep back in? And absolutely, I can say it did, but only for a few moments here and there. And I feel like this trip was like the final kind of healing almost, or like the final like, yes, I'm well and truly over my old way of thinking and my old way of relationship with food and diet and exercise. Because I had those moments of anxiety, but they were so fleeting and they felt really overwhelming when I had them, but then like I got over them and it, they just didn't come back. And I fully enjoyed the rest of my time. I mean, I ate bread every day. I ate pasta nearly every day. I drank red wine nearly every day. Like the, this is all stuff I don't normally do. Uh, and I'm, I fully believe that pasta and bread are definitely part of a healthy diet. Absolutely. But for me to have it every day, it was like triggering that, that old way. And I don't know necessarily if that is actually healthy for me. Remember we're all different. Uh, I feel like I need a break from bread and pasta and that's just an individual thing. Uh, it's not a, this diet works best. Mm. It's just for me. Like I feel it in me. Uh, but it was absolutely amazing. And to, you know, see the Italian culture in Italian homes, to be fed by Italians, you know, like, like proper Italians. <laughs> and it was just such a, such a beautiful experience. And to travel around all the amazing places. I mean, we went to so many beautiful places and everywhere just blew my mind. The architecture, the history, the culture, the restaurants, the food, the produce, the grocery stores, the markets. Uh, the fashion that everyone was wearing, oh, my gosh, yes, you do kind of be like, oh, I need to upgrade my wardrobe. Then I come, came back and I was like, nah. <laughs> Active where it is. Got my shorts. Just going to throw this on. Got my shorts and my crop top. <laughs> oh, my. I did see a few Ugg boots in Italy, though. I was surprised to see many Ugg boots, honestly. I was like, and they were wearing them outside in, like, cold, wet weather. I'm like, this is not right. Ugg boots should not but be But that is like so this. not right. Yeah, it was unusual. I don't know. That was unusual. Me and Damiana were like, this is a bit odd what's happening here. But it was, it was so, I mean, like, 
I feel like because I'm more observant now, more grateful now, since I last traveled to Italy, especially, like, I mean, we went to Italy over 11 years ago, I think. Yeah. I think I was 23, 22 even. Was I? Or a bit older? No, you were older. I was 20. I was think I was turning 21 that year. Okay. So you were turning 21 because it was before we had Merrymakers. So, oh, yeah. It was just before. It was like the year before we started Merrymakers. Yeah. 2021. 2011. 2011. <laughs> 2021 was, was only two years ago, Carl. 2011. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that's nearly 12 years ago. Whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, we were a lot younger, totally different people. <laughs> Absolutely, we went to the gym every day. Just take a read of our travel diary. Yeah. I'm, I read this travel diary and I am like, who are these two girls? I don't recognize them. And it just shows how much you change. And it's, this is why diaries are so good. I mean, uh, you read your diary and you're like, I don't even recognize this person. That's how much I've grown. That's how so much weird. I've learned. I actually threw out a very old diary of mine because you brought it up from Canberra over the holidays. And I threw it out and it was like this cleansing thing because I read it and I was kind of like, ew, <laughs> like I don't I don't need to read this no. ever again like this is like a lot of like processing of old life old stuff you know diaries are sometimes just used to write all the pain and the worries and the anxieties I was like I absolutely do not need to read this again and a lot of it was like Emma you just need to lose five kilos if you do this everything will be okay like it was so amazing and crazy to read this like how much my weight consumed my mind as I mean a 17 year old that was me 17 it's so insane it was filled with anxiety about my weight mm. absolutely it was like you need to work out more like you know these these store these letters to myself it was kind of sad mm. and heartbreaking and it brought so much back from for me but it was also so rewarding because I'm like wow like I did the work and here we are and now we're, do- we're helping others do mm. it too yeah I mean like even just hearing you talk about Italy it's like that was like a major thing for you to like go through and then to have you know the the thoughts pop up when you were eating yeah. and then to to be able to overcome them really quickly like you know past us if we had eaten like a pizza or like I don't know we'd overeaten something yeah. we would have punished ourselves for like a week and like it would have been on our minds all yeah. the time like oh my god like you're such a bad human like this has ruined everything yeah. like now you need to do xyz we would have ruined my holiday mm. like so I think absolutely. it's I think it's like so amazing and how strange that like then when you came back that diary was like in the boxes yes. of stuff that I brought up for you guys and it's kind of strange and then it was like that final like cleansing of like this is going in the bin because I never want to read this again I just was like I don't need to keep this mm. I need to burn this I need to put it in the garbage uh so but like I just want to like ask you like with that whole uh when these thoughts would come back in and then like you would experience them like it's because you've practiced so much yes. like and you've practiced acceptance even when you didn't need to practice acceptance. And like, this is the whole idea is like when you are trying to change your mindset, it's not necessarily you like, you don't necessarily wait for the moment when you need that mindset change to then practice it. It's like a constant practice. Like Uh, gratitude mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. similar. Like if you practice gratitude, even when you feel happy and even when you feel like everything is going your way, you still practice gratitude. And then in the moments when it gets really tough, because you've practiced 
your mind just like is on your side. Yes. You need to train your mind. And it's not just like I'm going to think self-accepting thoughts today and I'll be fine in a month. No, you need to do it every day Mm. and you need to consciously do it. And I mean, if you were like us and you were constantly thinking you're not good enough or you're too fat or you're too that, like if you were constantly putting yourself down, you need to now constantly do something different. You need to constantly maybe not praise yourself if that doesn't work, but you need to constantly accept yourself. I was like, put yourself up. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, it really, it works. And if you don't believe us, because I know like back then I felt like it's impossible. Mm. I felt this won't work. Let us be your proof. It will work. It really will and it really does and it's absolutely worth every second, every hour that you spend on self-acceptance, whatever that looks like to you, is so worth it. Mm-hmm. It will let you go to Italy, eat a whole pizza and not feel any guilt. And I mean like, yeah, a whole pizza, Roman pizza, it's thin, thin-based. You need a whole pizza to be satisfied. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe like and some souply. <laughs> yeah, yum. Oh my gosh, I ate so much good food, really. It was just I think to be able to experience that other culture which is so important. Like Mm -hmm. food is so important to the Italian culture, the Italian family. It's such an integral part of that culture. And to allow yourself to experience it and enjoy it from, you know, an outsider, an international person is the most beautiful thing you can experience, one of the most beautiful things. And to do it without that guilt, without that anxiety, like that's the only way you can do it properly yeah i think it's like i think it's so amazing and it's so exciting as well like it's an exciting thing like that you allowed yourself to experience that when you know in previous moments in life we both have really caused ourselves a lot of pain and suffering just because of like something we ate and like it sounds so stupid but it really negatively impacted our lives and like it we know it impacts so many other people's lives um and yeah saying like oh it's so stupid like it's not because it is how we how we felt back then like it it did impact us and so like but then to then see the opposite of when that isn't reality like to see the opposite of you in full acceptance and you in full presence and allowing yourself to enjoy this it's like it's so cool and it's so it's like it's adds such another layer to life where You're just not worried and stressed all the time. So I think it's a well done you for practicing acceptance and like to actually, I think to see the practice in, you know, real life situations is such a cool thing because you know what, as much as like, you know, when you said like, we were wondering like, was I going to experience this? Like what was going to happen when I was in Italy? Was I going to feel this food anxiety come up. The cool thing is, is that you did and then you were able to use everything that you've done in the past to overcome it. Yeah. And sometimes you need those moments in life to like really prove to yourself like the stuff I'm doing yes. works. It just made me love Mary Body so much and appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, Mary Body. Like, honestly, because that is what has helped me. Mm. Mary Body. That idea that I'm amazing just as I am. Mm. And, you know, the work with our presence, meditation, yoga, Pilates, you know, these are all present practices. It made me be like, I want to be present so I enjoy this. I don't want to be in my head thinking about these chitter-chatter thoughts. 
I want to be present fully here. Uh, what else helped me do that? Gratitude. We've mm. already talked about that. Being grateful, knowing that I'm only here for seven weeks. Yeah. Like this time is not forever. Like I'm not going to have access to this beautiful food for my whole life. So enjoy it fully, properly. Don't stress about it. It's going to be gone in a few weeks for me. Mm. So it was like all this, you know, like my, it was like giving myself pep talks, you know, like at, in those times, uh, shifting my perspective and all our practices within Mary Body help you shift your perspective. Really, that's what it's about. It's about shifting the situation. Uh, I also did Mary Body every day, Pilates, absolutely every day. I kind of sucked at my yoga practice because I do have a preference for Pilates, but that's okay. Yeah, I think um, I did a lot of walking too. Yeah, you shared something in Mary in the Mary Body community, and it was like how you were using your practice to ground you, oh, yeah. like during your travels, which mm. I think was a really cool thing to hear about as well. Yeah, I think it really helped me stay present because you know, especially, I mean, I'll tell you a little bit about the trip. Like, you know, we spent a week in Rome. Damiano got COVID. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Uh, so that was kind of a bit of a like, I mean, we still did some great things. Like we did went to the Villa Borghese. We did amazing walks, went out for pizza, uh, obviously when he was over the COVID thing, um, which, he, you know, he got over it pretty fast because he actually got sick on the plane, which was the worst for him. Uh, so we did that the first week, slowly eased into it, didn't see anyone because obviously the COVID thing. Then we went traveling. So we did Florence and, oh, my gosh, Florence, if you are going to Italy, you have to go to Florence. And I know, like, everyone's like, yeah, you got to go to Florence. But, yeah, you got to go to Florence. <laughs> like, if you are interested in art, if you are interested in history, you you just need to go. It's a beautiful part of the world, the architecture, the art, obviously, the art. I had the best time. It was just beautiful. We did Florence. We did Tuscany, San Gimignano. Uh, a few small towns that I can't remember the names of, but they're all in my travel diary. Uh, and then we went to Bologna. Then we did Perugia, a few small towns in Umbria, then back to Rome. So it was kind of like, you know, three nights here and then leave, four nights here and then leave. Like it was a lot of traveling. It was pretty intense. But what stayed constant for me was my practice. Mm. Like maybe every now and again I didn't when we had like big travel days or big walking days. I was like, man, I'm tired. Take a break. Chill. But mostly I got up early and did my Pilates because I woke up earlier than Damiano anyway. So it was like, well, I'm in here in the Airbnb. Let's do my workout. And it just helped me feel so great for each and every day. And then, of course, we went, we went back to Rome. It was Christmas, New Year's, and I was meeting a lot of friends and families of Damiano. So, like, that's really intense. And, you know, they're all speaking Italian. That's really intense. And you're an introvert. Well, I'm an introvert, extrovert, or I'm both. Like, absolutely, like, I But appear, do you get – you appear no, like an extrovert. You don't get energy from people. No, I don't get energy by people. I get drained from people, but I, like, I like to be – talking like yeah. it was pretty funny like so many times a lot of the other people were like oh Damiano Emma talks a lot like laughing like because <laughs> I think like I did talk a lot and I ask a lot of questions like I'm a big like yeah. I'm, I want to ask questions and I want to meet these people because you know all these people are important to Damiano so like they're important to me to know more like it, we both ask so many I'm, questions I'm, <laughs> I like to get insight and like understand people like 
it's fun. And also like it's, you know, like if you do any work in business, you know, like networking, Mm. like I worked in events at the age of 21. I learned about networking, not just for business, good for personal Mm. relationships. It's so beneficial. And it was fun, like meeting all these amazing people and trying to, you know, have broken conversations with English and Italian. Like it was pretty hilarious sometimes. Sometimes the conversations did not not make any sense, but, you know, it was very, it was very intense and very amazing and absolutely overwhelming at times. (laughs) So and your practices really helped you then. All this, like it was, ama- it was just amazing, and like it just showed the importance of having a regular practice that gets you present as well, that calms the mind, that keeps you grounded because life can be crazy and hectic. Mm. I feel like I mean we were we were just doing a workout like half an hour ago, and we were saying how much we love at home workouts, yes. which <gasps> is actually like. As much as, you know, Marybody has been around for, when did we start? Five years now? Like the I program? Think, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and happy business birthday, by the way, 10 years last week. Whoa. Um, so, Marybody has been around for now half of the business, which is so crazy to think because it still feels like, I, I don't know, like it feels like we're just beginning because we've got so many ideas that are coming into, into fruition. But when we first started Marybody, we still went to a real life studio. Yeah. Like, so we wanted to build this online product, like for other people, like, so other people could have practices at home, but we were always studio people. However, that is completely changed now and completely shifted and all for the better. Like I was saying to you, like, I have so much more time now so much more space to do other things. I'm not on someone else's clock. I'm not always looking at the time and thinking, I've got to rush to get ready. Now I've got to rush in the traffic. Now I've got to find a park. Now I've got to be there 10 minutes early to get my spot. The whole lead up to how I used to go about my movement practices was stressful. Yeah. And then I would get there and I would do the workout and feel great. But it was it was yeah. always a stressful situation. Well, you, especially you, like your personality type, you know, you are always like, I need to be on time. Like I need to do this. You're always thinking about these things, which is great, but also it can be very tiring. So So tiring to be me. I feel like I can see that, Carla. I can absolutely see that. And I think it's so amazing that we have created our own personal at-home workout regimes because it again proves how good Marybody and online workouts are. Uh, And especially when I was traveling, I was super grateful to have already had created my at-home workout routine because absolutely it was a piece of cake doing it overseas, piece of cake doing it in every single Airbnb because I was already doing it at home. Like I didn't rely on that external teacher motivating Mm. me. Uh, I didn't rely on uh, like showing up to a place. It wasn't like I come here, then I'm there. It was like, no, I click on my Marybody class, which is an external teacher, but they come with me. Mm. Like I did my own Pilates practice because I'm a Pilates teacher, but the few yogas I did, I just pop Carla on my mobile, like my phone (laughs) app. There's mini Carla playing. I put my earphones, my uh, Bluetooth earphones in so I can do the yoga with the the sound and Damiano sleeping, no problem, easy. I just think it's so cool, and I think like it it's so great. Again, you know, in the moments when not necessarily like for our lifestyles here at home, I could go to a, a yes. studio, but I don't want to. And then to create that 
uh, routine and that practice for the moments when you actually do need it, like for when you travel or yeah. for when, I don't know, like life, like the, the, the rug gets pulled out from underneath yeah. you and everything's Which changed. Um, I just think it's so cool and it's so much better to be more, you know, in tune with our members as well. Like I yes. know exactly how they're feeling on the days when I don't want to work out at home and there are days like that, Absolutely. I know what I do and here's what I do and you can do yeah. it too. I think like I'm so glad we did this mm. because it makes me so much more prouder of Mary Body and makes me so much more able to communicate mm. what it is and, you know, it proves, it's proof. We are proof again mm. that, that it works. Uh, that it is possible to create an at-home routine and it's even better than a real-life situation, studio situation as well because we were doing the studio workouts and, I mean, no offence to some teachers, but, like, I just didn't click with them or I didn't feel the good – like, I didn't experience a great workout. And sometimes, you know, it would be like we would get injured because we would overwork something. Yeah. Whereas now it's like you're more – you can – make decisions based on how you feel i mean isn't that the most and also the big one maybe the best one you can fart (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even kidding i'm not kidding either it's so much better it's so much better (laughs) because you know what is the worst thing when you're in a studio and you really need to fart and you're doing a bloody crunch or a squat (laughs) and what's worse than like a silent fart is one that pops out by accident Sorry, like I had to say it though because like I, like I really thought about this the other day, and also like you can eat garlic the night before, you know. Like yes. I was never eating garlic. All the things that we used or to worry onion. about. Like I never would eat stuff that would make me stinky the next day because I'd be really conscious of it because I would always notice it on people, and I'm like, ew. Now I'm doing yoga next to someone who smells like garlic, and that's not very nice that I said that, but I felt that I was like, because well, you didn't like smelling that. Yeah, like, I didn't, didn't like smelling that. I didn't feel that. great when you're trying to do your down dog and you're getting someone else's garlic fart. Oh, someone. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like you just have this freedom to like to be you. Sorry, I just have like a flashback of a a class where like someone farted so bad in your class and we were complaining and this was when we're living with Jade and Amber. Jade won't mind me saying this, but we were like, oh my God, someone did the stinkiest fart. Jade was like, it was me. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that was so funny i think we were like yeah too much protein shakes for you <laughs> i mean it's the worst like it is actually the worst to hold in your farts it's not good for you and many yoga teachers would say so sick. and yoga teachers would say you just need a fart like it's actually good fart do the farts but you don't want to i mean i saw the funniest meme the other day and it was a women in the toilets did you see that no. meme? it was like someone got to the toilet <laughs> And it was like, yes, no one's here. I can do number two. I can poo. And then door clicks, someone enters. And she's like, oh, no, like the next picture. And then it's both of them, like just not going, waiting. I'm going to wait till she leaves. Waiting, waiting. Then it's a picture of their skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) God, that's annoying. That is like the most annoying thing. To poop in a public toilet. But when you have to, you have to. I mean, you have to. But I tell you what, when I was traveling, my digestion went off and I don't know if it was for the food, probably some of, you know, I was eating different foods to what I was normally eating. But I think it was because we were doing like this routine was all off. Like I'd be out yeah. and then I'd be in and I would never want to go to the bathroom to do number yeah, two to poop. 
in a public toilet as well. If you ever have traveled to Italy, you know the public toilet situation and even like the private toilet situation in cafes and restaurants is not the best. One thing I'm grateful for, Australian public toilets are very, very good. Very, 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 very good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I think like that really stuffed up my digestion and I got really constipated. I tell you what. Yeah, it was you not weren't good. good. Like I didn't feel bad, but I was like, look, it's been five days. Mm. Like, I went to the chemist and they're like, yeah, you need to take some laxatives. Yeah, that was like me when we were in Greece. Like yeah. I got really badly constipated yeah. and I was like, mm. But did you know that females have longer small intestines? No. Yeah, apparently there's more tubes, more intestines to digest. I feel like that makes so much more sense. Bends, I feel like more bends in the road. I don't know. Like from my experience with like Joel and Dad and, and Damiano, like they can go. They like, just go like on clockwork. Like it's like at the same time every day. And I mean, like I'm good. As soon as I got back, though, it was like, oh, I'm back, which is unusual, right? I mean, every <laughs> the poo now, was back. Every now and again. I have like a day where it's like comes later, which I know people say like if you're not going at the same time every day, like something's up with your gut, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, probably something is up with my gut. Probably I have some parasites. I don't know. Maybe I should look into that. Anyway, let's move on from this conversation. Okay, let's move on from the poo conversation. But another thing that I did just want to mention is the other thing that I really like is like you don't have to worry about what you wear because one thing like was I was wearing tight leggings all the time Mm. for – like hours of a day because yeah. we would go to the studio and then quite often we'd like go and sit at the cafe and have coffee. And like I got like bad things on my butt cheeks because of the you got sweat. Pimples, pimples. Yeah. But like not just pimples. Like, like they boils, were painful. Boils. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can happily say I do not have these anymore. And it is yeah. like the best thing in the world. Well, they say that you should never sit in your tight active wear. They look so good. Like, I know if you love your active wear, they do look so good. But if you are starting to get pimples and boils on your groin and your butt, like, make sure you, you are wash, getting out of that active wear yeah, straight away. And washing, like, yeah, every And use. make sure you wash. Don't wear double ups in your active yeah. wear. Uh, like, I mean, like, this is pretty obvious, but, like, obviously, like. Well, I did it. Yeah, no, I got, like, I got it on my groin, like, yeah. my ingrown hairs and but things. But honestly, it's the best thing to be able to wear, like, baggy shorts. I know. And or, like, your pajamas. I even I had no clothes washed the other day. I don't know what happened. I think I only own like three pairs of baggy shorts. Apparently, I own three exactly. Three. Okay, well I did no washing. I was like, oh, I have no shorts. I was like, I'm just gonna do it in my undies. So I did, literally was doing Pilates in my underwear, and it was great because it's so hot right now. Mm-hmm. Like literally, we're in a heat wave, so it was just perfect. I mean, like if anyone saw it. They would have laughed, I'm sure. Uh, so maybe they would have enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, probably enjoyed it because they would have seen my butt pretty much. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we love online at-home workouts. Yes, we created Marybody. Yes, we're absolutely biased. Uh, it's our business. It's our baby. But, like, it's real. It we, actually it's really love. works. It's real. I know. And, that, like, I feel like that is just, like, it makes me so happy. Yeah. Because to have – to build a business that you actually love. I always think this. I'm like, we've we built Marybody for us. Yeah, we because, did. Because, like, it's literally changed not only – like, it's changed our entire lives. It's changed the way that we think, the way that we move, it's, and that ripples out, like, to every aspect yeah, of life. And I love so it. so freaking cool. It's so cool to love your business. It too. really is. Uh, okay, let's change subjects. Uh, dun, 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 dun. You're getting married in, like, how many days? 
19 days. Oh my God, we're in the teens. We're in the now? teens, Whoa. which I just feel like is so weird. Are you feeling overwhelmed? How no. do you feel? No? How Are do you I sure? feel? I feel like. You feel overwhelmed. No, I'm not sure. overwhelmed. Okay. I'm not. What I'm are not, you feeling? I feel like, oh, I'm really excited about the day. And I'm very like, I want to make sure, and I've talked to Joel about this. He's like, you think about this too much. Like, I really want to make sure that, like, on the day, because. It's going to go so fast. I know. It's, it's one day and I it's going to go so fast and I'm going to be like, now That's- it's done. So I just was like to Joel, like, I really want to make sure, like, you know, we've got to try and be really present and, like, not try and, like, just live by the run sheet of it. Like, now we have to be here. Now we have to be here. Now we have to do this. Now we have to do that. I don't want it to be like that. So I keep having – I think it's good that I'm, like, talking about it. Before. Yeah, well, obviously you're feeling a bit anxious about the proceedings running to time perhaps – so it's like you don't want to be managing that. Yeah. But that's why you have the I have MC all the day coordinator And too. you have the coordinator. You have me. I mean, like sometimes – like I'm pretty sure I'll be fine as well. You tell me what I need to remind you of and yeah. like – Yeah. But it's also like, you know what? If the time frame messes up – Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. If, if you're having too much fun here and you forget to be there, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's all going to be fine. Uh but I know it is one day and it's like this massive lead up mm. and like it's kind of a funny thing, isn't it? You're like, wait, all this for one day? I mean, the great thing is, is like that I've really enjoyed the process as well. Exactly. Like, so it's like, not just it's one not day. Just it's one not day. just like, one day. It's, it's definitely not just one day. Like the whole – and it, again, when we got engaged, I was like, I don't want this wedding, this lead up, this process of planning this one day to be stressful. I don't yeah. want it to be gross. I don't want us to fight. I don't want us to like, ha- like make this like something bigger than what it needs to be. I just want to actually enjoy the process and have fun with it. And we have, which has been so good. There's yes. literally been like one thing that stressed me out and it was, or maybe two. One thing was the tables. I booked the wrong tables. Oh yeah. Um, but fine. I've booked different tables now and that is not an issue anymore. Yes. The second thing was like my dress. So oh, yeah. like I got my dress and the size was we knew it needed to be altered because I am not very tall. I mean, I'm not I'm not, not tall, but I'm not as tall as obviously the models who wear the wedding dresses normally. So I knew I had to get it shortened. And also the top was a bit big, so I needed to get that altered and taken in. However, then we went and got the alteration from the lady and it just seemed a little bit too tight. So that was really annoying. I've tried it on since and it feels fine. And I feel like, again, this is like a massive test because I even wrote a blog post about like not doing a wedge shred and not dieting and not trying to lose weight before my wedding because I just think like, again, it's just another diet culture technique in order to sell more things that uh, diet companies do. And I was not going to be a part of that, obviously. And so when this happened, I was like, this is a test. (laughs) This is a test. It's also very frustrating though. Yeah, because that was her job. Your job is to alter it correctly and you made it like literally like it's one, like half a centimeter. If it was half a centimeter bigger, Mm. it would just have that little bit of like space just to feel a bit more relaxed, I think. It looks beautiful. It's more about how it feels. Yeah, I think like last time I tried it on, it felt it felt good. Well, because you did try it on, like you got it measured it and so checked when you had your period. So we all know what happens when you have your period. My boobs are so big. Your boobs like double the size. Not quite double. They not, feel it. Yeah. Well, you get a bit bloated. Oh you get a gosh, bit like heavy. Heavy. 
Um, but your wedding is in fact after your period. Mm. So it's like hot, perfect timing. Yeah, it's perfect timing. So yeah, that was probably the other stressful thing. And then you know what the other thing that is like really hard with a wedding, and I understand why people don't do place seatings because it, this is really hard, is where do people sit and who do they sit next to yeah. and how do you make this happen? The table seating plan has been from day one, we were working on it yeah. and it's still being worked on today and it's still getting changed, which is kind of funny and fun anyway. But I feel like, in fact, like from an event coordinator's perspective or, you know, from a ha- from a, a good party host, the seating plan is so important mm-hmm. because you're creating dynamic in, your, in the room. Mm-hmm. You're putting people together who do not normally hang out. So it is really important. I would always do a seating plan. Me too. Unless it's a cocktail event. Unless you're free to roam, I would never not do a seating plan because – you can, you know, this person should not be seated here with this person. Mm-hmm. Or you know, wait, I need to introduce these people. I'm mm. going to create this amazing connection. And that's because we have been in events. I mean, we worked on the floor of events. I was an event coordinator. Like we know. And it's kind of fun to be like, oh, these are going to be besties. Like yeah. I know these people are going to get on. Or this person hasn't seen this person in like five years. Yeah. They're going to reminisce and it's going to be great. Or like, no, we can't put those two together because they're both way too loud or they both drink too or much. Or they have history. <laughs> yeah. Or they, that person can't be too close to the bar. You know, like <laughs> I've strategically placed people in like so many positions. It's like I want to see the back of that person's head. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding um no but it's so fun i've had so much fun arranging this organizing this wedding and like yeah i feel like although it's just one day i feel like you have been in your element this I have. whole time and you've and really I've, loved it. and i've loved it and i've lo- i love thinking about all the finer details so perhaps you should have a a party every year maybe like you should have you and joel should have some weird annual party that you do i think we should because be I just love I love doing it. Like as yeah. an example, you know, like I'm putting like, you know, those delicious smelling caramel candles in the room. Like I want those lit like two hours before yes. everyone enters. So when it opens, like, Yeah, they're in like my caramel. garage right now though, but my garage smells so good. I'm yeah. like, Carla, should you be leaving these in here? Because I feel like you're wasting all that <laughs> fragrance and scent on me. Yeah, aren't you I, you know I, I, love I just it. thought I was like, actually I can smell it right now. And then I just realized no, like that. Terrible candles can. on, so that's what I can smell. But yeah, so that's happening in 19 days, and it's going to be so much fun, and I'm really excited about it. Of course, we'll share photos. Mm-hmm. She'll do a blog post. And Emma's dress is amazing as well. Actually, that's a funny story. That was probably another stressful thing. It wasn't a. I wasn't. I won't call you a bridesmaid, Zilla. No, well, I wasn't. It was like for a moment. I've been like <laughs> the perfect maid of. What do you call it? Bridesmaid. Maid, maid of honor. honor. The only bridesmaid of your wedding. <laughs> Uh, I've been the, the most perfect, perfect the one. most perfect. But to find the dress, well, finding a dress can be hard anyway. Finding the bridesmaid dress was way harder than the yeah. wedding dress. I think, and the mother of the bride dress was way harder yeah. than the bridesmaid dress. I think I don't know why. I think it's more like the thing that we shouldn't have worried about was like, oh, but like we can't buy this dress because what if like a guest has it? Mm. I think we just shouldn't have worried about that. It's like who cares? But it's not like we found any that we really love. I know we didn't. Literally, there were not many dresses that we liked. So it's unusual. Like, I don't know, either I'm not fashionable or like I don't like the current trends. Everything looked crap on me or like didn't feel good. Mm. But then we went to Canberra. We went to Memento, which is like a very old shop where like I bought my formal dress from, my year 10 formal dress So from. did I. Well, I bought it from mine from yes, Soho, which was the other like the other shop. shop. And like we just found a very simple like – silky satiny dress it's It's super cute it's emerald green like it's very bright and 
beachy beachy well i would say the color is beachy like the material and is that beachy material well it's so soft yeah and Maybe, relaxed who knows what a, i mean it's not a it's a wedding on a beach it's not i shouldn't be in a beach dress anyway no yeah. it's like well hang on a minute like joel's wearing a suit like yeah, that's not you, you don't, don't wear, wear a that. suit so to a true. beach and i'm in a dress with yeah, chul so true it's like yeah <laughs> oh Gino. no don't bark um but yes so I love my dress. I'm so excited. We're not going to go. Your dress is a secret. My dress is a secret. Of course. You've been You're, telling everyone. Yeah. Then. Not everyone. <laughs> She's like, do you want to see my dress? Do you want to see my dress? I like it. It's fun. It is fun. And as we said, again, it's like the whole lead up. It's like, it's like little moments. But the whole story was like, we oh, bought yeah. your dress. We bought it in Burgundy. And then Why? we walked out of the dress shop. And I, you just like your face just told me a different story to what, what had just happened before because the story was like she loved the dress we're gonna get the dress great let's order the dress and then we walked out of the shop and then I was just like you're not happy like something is not right here and then I called the shop and I was like please we need to change the color and like because when you buy these dresses they make you sign something and it's like please sign here along well, the line because they're making it they're like measured it like the length yeah because it was custom made uh so it was bad like if we hadn't have called straight away we would have had this burgundy dress and I would have gotten and been like it's the wrong color I think because like we had been having struggles like I felt like geez I'm just so picky like I'm not gonna find this dress but realistically I feel like we could have even waited till now we would have just found a dress yeah, like yeah. it's not like a big deal but I felt the pressure to get it before I went away oh uh, yeah so I was feeling overwhelmed so I was like I love this dress but as soon as you were talking about, and you'll wear it again, and I was like, I don't know if I will wear it again because that color just didn't feel like yeah. very, like I didn't love the color. Yeah. It's a great color, but it wasn't like my color. Now it's bright emerald green. I don't know if that's my color either, but like I love it. But God, it looks it's good so on you. It's so beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah, I'm excited to wear it. No, um, I, you definitely will wear it again. And like that was the whole idea. Like with this wedding, like I'd, I really don't like it. I and I mean, I've experienced it myself when you have to buy a dress. I mean, you didn't buy the dress, no. but like I also about our wedding, I wanted it also to be very much like, you know, should we list all the things we hate about weddings? Okay. We, we hate <laughs> I absolutely hate when brides make bridesmaids and groomsmen buy the wedding the, the dresses and the suits. I think it's so rude. And the shoes Do you think it's so and rude? the bag. I think it's so rude. I'm and the sorry if you did that. I'm sorry if you did that. This is just my opinion and like I just think if you're going to have the wedding and you're inviting this person to be your bridesmaid, like either let them wear whatever they want or Give them a color and they might have it in their wardrobe mm-hmm. and they can buy whatever they want or you buy it. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a full-on thing. You must buy this dress and this earrings and this these shoes and all this stuff that they probably hate. They, they're they just mm-hmm. pretending. And the thing, the thing like is, it. is like it's not just us. Like I've spoken to heaps of other people who've been I'm bridesmaids. I'm pretty sure we all feel like this and it's like why? And then like even brides probably feel like it as a bridesmaid, but then they're like, well, they did it to me, so I'm going to do it to them. Yeah. Totally. And I think like maybe it's like time to like delete that unspoken rule and make it more in the open. Like, hey, like I want you to be my bridesmaid, but I can't actually afford to buy everyone's dresses. Yeah. So it is going to be a paid for, like be more open about it at and the And then start. someone could say, oh, I'm so grateful for this. Like, I love you so much, but you know what? 
I actually can't afford mm. to pay for all this stuff. So I'm going to have to tap out. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to be your bridesmaid, but no, I can help out, you know, I can On the do day, things, yeah. uh, but I just can't be that role because I can't afford the thousand dollars or more, 3,000, 5,000, whatever it might be. Uh, or maybe they're paying for it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's how I wanted my our wedding to be. <laughs> yeah. I always had to catch myself. My wedding. Uh, our wedding. How funny <laughs> was Maddie? Maddie keeps calling Carla's wedding Emma and Carla's wedding, which is like <laughs> actually cracks me up. Like, no, I'm not marrying my sister. I will be there on the day. And like, it's it's a little bit weird, but I secretly love it. Maddie, you silly We're bug. We're soul sisters. We so are. We are soulmates always. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's true. But yeah, so that's happening. So keep an eye out on socials. I'm sure I'll share some. Um, uh, of the special day but the I think the other major update that's happening because like so major updates wow so we had Emma moving into a new home we had Emma's seven-week holiday getaway we had my wedding coming up we've also been working on like for the past almost year now like when we hit July it'll be a year um which It'll be live before July. So I don't know why I'm saying that. But anyway, it feels like it's been a really monster project, which is a really exciting project. It's like this whole new element that we're taking Marybody like into. Like the so many reasons why I love this. Number one is like the mission of Marybody is going to be able to ripple out further and further, not via just us, which I'm really excited about. Second thing that I'm really excited about. The first reason why we even started our business 10 years ago was because we heard the term follow your bliss by Joseph Campbell. And this is the idea of like, you know, finding that one thing or finding that several things that like light you up where time ceases to exist, where you just do it. And it just makes you so fulfilled. When we started the Mary Make Sisters, that was our bliss. And like, it has continued to be. And when we talk to other people about their bliss and following their bliss, this lights us up as well. So it's almost like we're combining the mission of Mary body, which is like self-acceptance, self-belief and joy with movement and meditation with this bliss side of things as well. And that's what is our new project that we've been working on, which is our first teacher training program. Wow. It's been a process. Massive. Massive. Wow. It's been so many more steps than what we had in the plan, which I think is just like a given for any new project. We should just always expect it to take longer than what we think. But we've written the manual, which is I think 180 pages last time I checked. It's huge. It's massive. After the manual, the manual got designed and approved by all of our team of faculty members, which they're amazing. I can't wait to introduce you to them all. After that, it then had to go through like rigorous approval process with the Yoga Alliance, which is the international yoga body. We got the approval while Emma was in Italy. I, it was the same day I picked up my wedding dress. I can clearly remember it. Mum was sitting on this pink chair here and I was standing up and I was checking emails and I was like, refresh, refresh. And then I just saw like Yoga Alliance, like you have been approved. I was literally jumping up and down, like and screaming with excitement, like in this room here. And it was just like the best feeling because what this means is like our program is certified worldwide. Our program is also certified to be uh, provided completely 100% online, which is amazing because it means that anyone in the world can do our program and then become a certified yoga teacher who can then be certified all over the world to teach in real life and online. It's so blowing exciting. my mind. It's so, and like, I'm just excited, you know, obviously we've done many, many trainings ourselves and I mean, we can be tough critics, not going to lie. So we're really going to, you know, try our hardest to make this online teaching program 
absolutely amazing. I'm so excited to make it amazing. And, uh, you know, we want to make it amazing, not just in the content, but how we deliver Mm -hmm. it. We want you, if you choose to sign up, we want you to be engaged. We want you to not want to put it down. We want you to not want to do the chores while you're doing your online training because we all know we do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing my Zoom call, but I'm just going to like put the video off and do this at the same time. I want you to not want to be able to do that, you know, be so engaged in it. And of course, like we're all humans. There will be moments of that, Mm -hmm. but I hope... I pray that there'll be less because we're going to create something really special. I think the amazing thing is like I can I can look back on our 10 years of online business yeah. journey and know that we're going to pull everything in that we've ever learned, yeah. uh, that we've ever noticed that that's amazing, that's not so amazing. You know, we're going to pull in everything to build out a program that like I know will be life-changing for people and I'm – beyond I'm like beyond excited about this like I just think it's like this whole it's Mary body with a whole new level and it's it's taking Mary body to the next stage which really is exciting I think it's exciting in any business like you know when you come up with a new idea there's this energy about it and you know it's really it's been a hard process it's been a lot more work than like I ever thought it would be but it's very flowing really like when you Mm -hmm. think about it okay there were a few like obviously with the approval processes that was tricky but I think because we never had gone through anything like that like we'd never done that before so it was probably very normal I think it was like when I reflect on it now I can think oh, it was fine, it was me overreacting and me not uh, taking in all of the information, me not seeing it for what it was in reality, Mm. me adding the story, me adding narrative, me being by myself and thinking, oh, my God, this is all on me because you were in Italy and I was freaking out about that. So I And I think because you naturally do freak and stress out and I'm the one who's like, (laughs) calm down. Yeah, so you weren't here. Yeah. So – like I had no one to calm me down. So I just kind of let that oh, get yeah, out of control. Do but some meditation. I did. I laid down there on yes. the mat and I breathed in, I can, and I breathed out, do this. And I tell you what, mantra is powerful. You should – have we got that meditation in Mary? I, know, I think should I should do add that. that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we we are filming our very first – like we're ha- so now our content creation days, which are usually filled with – teaching yoga and Pilates classes, it's completely shifting at this stage in our time, in our lives, to content creation of this teacher training, which I'm so excited about. So we've got our next one, our first one happening next week on Friday. So exciting. We're flying up our naturopath amazing friend, Emily May. She's going to be doing all of the body systems, which is just going to be great. We've got all these experts who know their stuff like the back of the hand. Well, I think that's why I love our program so much already that, you know, we fully know that we are not experts on everything, Mm-mm. not at all. Uh, so, but we know other experts. <laughs> so we're getting them to be part of this program. Like the faculty is absolutely amazing. And I mean, I'm excited to do my yoga teacher training. I haven't done it before. So, know. you know, I've done Pilates, bar. Uh, so I'm going to officially be signing up and doing the Marybody 200-hour teaching training program with whoever is doing it as well. Like then, I'm going to be a trainee as well as like admin help, you know, like <laughs> course convener. Uh, if you need help, I'm your girl. <laughs> yes. 
And then um, I'm excited because we'll put mum through it as well. Yes. And so, like, we'll have our whole team will be qualified yoga teachers. Yeah, so amazing. So it's so cool. But, yeah, this has been a really big, 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 big process and it feels really exciting and it feels really right and it's this whole idea of bliss and following following the signs and, like, following the little things. We can clearly remember, like – you know, like two years ago thinking like we, we want to build like something, you know, bigger, like some, like some kind of program, but we couldn't piece it together back then. Like it didn't make sense back then. Now it makes sense. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that just proves again that like, you know, you don't have to have the full plan at the beginning, Mm -hmm. just have the spark of an idea, something that feels right. You don't need to know the end at the beginning. Like you shouldn't know the end. Mm -hmm. It all unfolds step by step. And that's what following your bliss looks like. It guides you. It's a, it's a guide. Uh, you might end up in a completely different place to where you thought you'd be. I mean, we started with doing online recipes. <laughs> like who would have thought we'd be doing a yoga teacher program? Absolutely not. Mind you, the recipes did just get added to the app. Oh, my. And I've I been testing it this morning. So if you're a Mary Buddy member, get ready. It's coming very soon. We are currently in testing mode. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good. Again, full circle. Yeah, started it with, connects. Like started with a recipe blog, ended up teaching yoga to people all over the world, not just yoga but becoming yoga teachers. And then who knows what? This is like this is the beginning of our programs. Yeah. We're excited to do more online trainings, trainings that, you know, welcome more self-acceptance, more joy, more happiness. Oh, bliss. Um, yeah. That's Bring so cool. it on. I'm excited. Well, this was a fun episode of a little bit of an update on like where we are at personally and dare I say professionally, <laughs> that word. Um, is that the right word? Well, it's our business. Yeah. So I guess that's professional. So professional. I mean, we're very, it's all intertwined, but it is separate too. Like we're not those people who put everything of our lives on Instagram. So, you know. We give a bit more insight on our podcast, I think. Mm, special. Um, but we'll be back in your ears. We are going to try our absolute best to bring this podcast every week. Bring it on. We can do it. It's going to happen. Yes. Have a great day. And if you've got any questions, any comments, we always love to hear from you. You can reach out on Instagram message. It's probably the best place. Uh, or you can email us. Otherwise, we also have Facebook Messenger too. Oh, we, yeah, we turn that on. Yeah. Message so, us on Facebook. Message anyway. us on Instagram. Wherever you want, we will always write back. Uh, we'll be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.